1: Okay, guys, here's the moment, dun, 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 prediction time, (laughs) Uh, so I will start with you, Jonas, you are the guest of this podcast, we will give you the floor, who you got on Sunday, and listen, let me just say this, the past three weeks, Cordell has been right, I have been wrong, and I'm... (laughs) <laughs> the one was like one was a um reverse psychology. You reverse one, right? psychology.
0: So they got add-
1: it. It didn't turn out it, it did work in my favor, but technically on record, I did pick, you know, the bangles, <laughs> but I also did add an asterisk and saying this is the reverse psychology thing, right? So uh Jonas has been right. He picked the Bills, he picked the 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 Bengals, he picked the Giants. So I don't want to hear from him right now. I need to hear from you. <laughs> To hopefully, give the flock some positive reinforcement on what's going to happen on Sunday because you know that this, this this fan base is uh biting their nails to the white meat at this point so please hopefully you can give us some good vibes for this Sunday
2: is it positive reinforcement if I pick the Ravens to win but I also acknowledge that like my fa- my past four picks have all been wrong <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're running Arita over here. Right.
2: (laughs) Right. I think I think I feel pretty good about the Ravens taking this one. You know, but granted I felt pretty good about some other good picks. Anyway, I I think I think they they match up well. I I don't like we talked about Browns run game should be solid but not anything role-changing. And I think if you take away the threat of play action from Brissett, he just becomes just another dude. You know, this is a Ravens, off a Ravens defense that's really made him look like a backup quarterback for, for pretty much whenever he's played. And, um, you know, he's got some some nice weapons now that he probably didn't have in the years past. But, you know, at at some point, you you start to show the kind of player that you are. And I think we we've, we've seen that from Brissett the past couple of weeks. He's you know a guy who is. Closer to you know the thirty second best quarterback than the than the first the first best quarterback in the NFL, so I'm thinking something like Ravens twenty eight, Brown seventeen. I, I think the the fact that they they came to play for that first AFC North game against Cincinnati was was pretty encouraging. I think the fact that <coughs> me, that Ronnie Stanley is, is rounding into form, that we've seen uh, Rashad Bateman maybe be available for for Sunday's game, that Justin Houston is back, maybe we see Tyus Bowser depending on on how he's feeling um, that there are new dimensions to this team. uh, And uh, I think they're, they're all positive. So, uh, you know, I think if it comes down to who's going to win the battle of the trenches, uh, who's going to be able to impose their will, who's going to be able to run for five, six yards a pop right now, it's the Ravens just because of where they are scheme wise, where Lamar is with, uh, you know, his, his ability as a runner, where Cleveland's line is, um, you know, injury-wise. I mean, we, we haven't even mentioned that John, Jack Conklin missed Wednesday's practice. I think with an ankle injury, so that's also something also something to to keep an eye on. So I, I just think that this is the kind of game where the Ravens' offense, um, <laughs> at least for the first three quarters, looks like it's back on track and and, and they uh, they you know get the get the good vibes back in Baltimore. I mean, they've gone win loss win loss win loss for the season, so why not pick them to, to bounce back with a win in this one?
1: So before I get it to give it to Cordell, um, Jonas, do you think that this potentially can start an upward trend of how they um, go down the season? Because obviously we know that as of right now, the rest of their schedule, no one has a winning record. And obviously that can change week to week, you know, as it goes on. But do you think this could potentially start a run or do you think that the Ravens will still coming to some issues, you know, down the line?
2: I think, you know, if you just eyeball on it, the the back, what, uh, 11, however many games, the 11 games they have left, yeah, it's it's not anything that really worries you terrifically. I mean, gosh, just looking at now, Carolina will have sold their, you know, sold off their best players by then, maybe. Jacksonville, I think, can be intriguing, especially on the road there, but they're clearly not as good as they looked maybe those, those first two weeks. Denver seems like a dead end. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh might have figured some stuff out, and we'll probably have Watt back by you know week fourteen. But still, not a great bet. Atlanta is frisky, but again, not super super talented. So uh, you're just looking at like you know Tampa Bay as as the big uh, the biggest test maybe left on on the, on the schedule. And Tom Brady just doesn't look like you know like the 44 year old Tom Brady. He looks like 45 year old Tom Brady, which is a very very different kind of guy. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think you know all the, all this future casting it's it's usually pretty flawed but i think if you are just looking at what the preseason expectations were for the rest of the teams on the schedule and what we've seen so far especially just the quarterbacks who were on this schedule there's not a whole lot to be scared about so uh, i'm not saying that we're going to see a 2019 like 12 game winning streak to to rip off uh, you know into the playoffs but I don't think it's it's out of the question that they could only drop a couple more if, if they get things going. And if knock on wood, they stay healthy.
1: All right, Cordell. I'm scared to ask you what you think because you've been on point. He's five and one thus far because I think Jeez. he picked the Dolphins. Um, so basically, wow, I'm like two and four. Wow. Okay. I don't
2: think I'm the same, read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Cordell. Do you have us, uh, some good news for us? I think so. I think okay. so. Uh, I, I
0: think this is a solid ba- bounce-back opportunity for the Ravens. Uh, like Jonah said, they, I am encouraged uh, about the way they played the Bengals coming off the loss, but also their first division opponent uh, this this season. And they look like a team, while it wasn't the prettiest win, uh, they they were up for the challenge. They They showed up to play that night. AFC North battles aren't going to be pretty. It's just the way it goes. Um, This one, I think that they're facing a team that has just as many fourth quarter struggles as they do. I think they're facing a bad football team. That's the difference between the Ravens and the Browns right now. I think the Ravens more so are a lost football team. I don't think that they're a bad football team. I I think that they're still trying to find out who they are and figure out how to close out games, but they're not a bad team. Uh, but I think the Browns are a bad team right now, and you compound that <laughs> with the injuries that they have along the offensive line right now, uh, just the, being the Browns. I, I have to, I'm have i going to take the Ravens to win here. I think it'll be 30 to 20 uh, Ravens. I think that this will be a game where the offense is clicking early in the game and actually being able to score points, and maybe you'll get that defensive uh, turnover that'll give them very good field position to where they could kind of double up on possessions at some point in this game but I just have I, I like the way that the Ravens played them last year both times stopping the run that gives me a lot of optimism going into this game Uh you, you worry a little bit as far as because it seems like the teams that don't have the glaring talent on the outside, are the teams that kind of give the Ravens a little bit of problems. You think back to that New England game and Devontae is just eating their lunch pretty much against whoever's covering them. And I feel like a guy like Amari Cooper could kind of have some success against this team, whether he's matched up on a Marlin or Marcus, whoever, he he can win uh, against these guys. I just wonder how much. So I I don't think it'll be the easiest win, but I, I do think it'll be one that the Ravens understand that they need Uh, They responded well coming off of every loss so far this season. So I I think that that'll kind of carry over into this game as well.
1: All right. So, you know, I mean, Jonas and I, I guess, apparently (laughs) haven't had the best of luck, but I'm going to go ahead and pick the Ravens anyway. Should I pick the Browns so I can have reverse psychology or should I can can I just go ahead and pick the Ravens? You'll you'll be messing
0: up the mojo, but you could also be going with the reverse psychology. I don't know. It's it, This is a little iffy right now.
1: I don't know. Well, I, I think the Ravens win this game. So, I mean, like the, the, the Bengals game, I feel like the Bengals were the better team. So, you know, okay. Yes. I was playing reverse psychology, but if I was right, it was like, okay, well the Bengals are better than the Browns. Right. Um, but I just don't trust in Jacoby percent. You know, I listen, they've done well against the run um, this Ravens defense. And I do think that you have to find a way to expose their very weak run. All uh, their the Browns very weak run defense. So I I do think that potentially time of possession is in the Ravens favor, which will then mean that they will win the football game. So I'm going to go Ravens 27, Browns 20, 19. I'm gonna say 19. <laughs> Ravens 27, Browns 19.
2: Over <laughs> under half a catch for Deshaun Jackson. What you guys taking? <laughs>
1: What you know what you said half a catch? Yeah. I'm a you know what? Over. Because okay. I, I got a feeling he's gonna play anyway, or at least one, you know, um target. He if, he's in the man, target.
0: If he plays, he's gonna get at least one deep ball opportunity. They're Absolutely take a shot. They're gonna take a shot. Whether he catches it or not is a different whether it gets to him, that's the question. I, I don't know. I think if it gets to him, he, he's gonna catch it. I take the over in that. I, I think Djax is good for one one big play. Now I, I worry about him using that one of his potentially two big plays of the year this soon. <laughs> I, I do worry about that. Uh, you you want him for the long for the long term, but if he's out there, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he if he gets that that one opportunity on like the 40, 50 yarder because I mean that's what he does.
2: Yeah, and, and you know. Rita Cordell and I were were going over the uh, the career lowlights of Deshaun Jackson. So oh, I'm yeah. sure he's got he's got plenty of friends razzing him about this. But my message to Deshaun Jackson, if you're about to cross the goal line, make sure the ball's with you.
1: <laughs> Please. You don't think he learned his lesson by now, guys? I don't know. It's happened.
0: <laughs> it's happened multiple times in his career. So you you would hope so. He's 35 now. So you know you you got to learn your lessons at some point. Uh, but yeah, let's let's make sure you cross the goal line before you, you toss the ball away. Then celebrate however you want. I am I, cool. I, with the, I'm cool with the one where he fell into the end zone though. That that was that was funny. The one he did against that. Well, as long
1: as the ball is with him, I don't care where. Yeah, what he does. yeah. Just keep
0: the ball. You
1: know? what, what,
2: what, one thing, one thing quickly to bring up with you guys. One one major major disappointment for me for this Raven season besides the fourth quarter collapses and everything there really haven't been a whole lot of like memorable end zone celebrations. It's just been a lot of guys dapping up on another yeah. like Mark Andrews throwing the ball into the crowd or whatever. Where is the choreography? Where is the artistry in all this, man? <laughs> That's a
1: good question. Well, when you hip thrust and when you gyrate, you know, your, your <laughs> pelvic area, you get $13,000 fines. That's so true. maybe they're scared to do those things, even though I'm highly entertained. I love that type of stuff. Give me Billy White Shoes Johnson. Give me <laughs> Terrell Owens energy. I want the popcorn. I want the phone Joe Horn. I want yeah, all it. of that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Apparently, people are scared because they don't want to pay these hefty fines that come along with the celebrations i mean Obviously, i would even settle for thing. like
2: the the lamar or not the lamar the the hollywood mark andrews like you know rock paper scissors you know
1: oh yeah give yeah, me that something yeah. that,
2: that's a little little improvisational you know what i mean
0: i definitely love the touchdown choreographies i selfishly i love when joe mixon scores because i think joe mixon's got <laughs> some of the best like Touchdown dances in the league. where he hit the Jonah in Baltimore last year. I remember that. Yeah. The uh the Scrabble Coke and smacked and just doing that. Oh dance. yeah. And, he, and um,
1: Odell did it too. And I was Odell not. It, I'm not thrilled about these things. Do yeah. not do my city like that. Okay. I don't
0: like that. Joe Mixon okay? killed it. I can't lie. Joe Mixon killed it. He's got he's got some good dances. But yeah, the Ravens got to they got to sit down. Granted, they're not scoring a ton of touchdowns these days. So they, you know they haven't. <laughs> They haven't been able to really work on the choreography. We're relying
2: on Justin Tucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justin Tucker's got to give us the entertainment. And he gave us the uh, the Randy Orton, you know, after what, the 58, the 58 yarder that he yeah. hit. I, I like that. Subtle, subtle and cool fitting for Justin Tucker. But I don't want to rely on the kicker for my celebrations. I need, I need some skilled players in the end zone.
1: Absolutely. So, hopefully, this is the weekend we can get some touchdowns in the fourth quarter, guys. I mean, I come know. on. Fourth quarter I touchdowns know. and celebrations. And, and honestly, if you get in the end zone in the fourth quarter, you deserve a celebration. I will put $5 up for your fine if you do something really outrageous if you get a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Rita got five on it, I promise you.
0: There we go. That goes a long way, I'm sure.
1: I want to thank you so much, Jonas, for joining us. Can you please tell everyone how they can find you?
0: Yeah,
2: just uh, on the usual social channels, uh, Jonas underscore Schaefer on Twitter, S-H-A-F-F-E-R, and then all the usual work in uh, Baltimore Sun and BaltimoreSun.com.
1: Thank you so much. We appreciate you. This was fun, and hopefully we'll have you back on. It's a long season, so hopefully we'll be talking good things down the line. If it's bad, then, you know, hey, we'll be talking about this and getting through it together. (laughs) We appreciate you. Thank you so much
2: next time it'll be Njoku in Joku and Ojaba and we got to got got to get our heads around that yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly so thank you everyone for listening to the winning drive podcast from Cordell to me this is winning drive